family hello 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 family i was just sitting here swear i was recording going giving a whole word <laughs> and i realized it wasn't even recording okay but i just take what i said for myself in the name of jesus because sometimes that happens sometimes i just the lord just bring me here just to talk to me you know so i just take that for me but like i was saying before when I thought I was recording, that I had was laying in my bed before I get ready for the day. You know, I like to listen to my music, my Jesus music, and I like to just give the Lord a moment to speak to me, you know, just for him to bless me with something, you know? Sometimes he bless me once I get up and I start my day, like, you know, but the whole point is I got to yield when I wake up because the days when you don't yield to him, those be the days that be from the pits of hell. I'm telling you. But um, I was laying here and I had read my Bible verse. And my verse of the day is Hebrews 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right? When I read that, I was like, well, God, come give me a word. I don't know if this word about be a short word, about to be a long word. But I just got to come and give a word, okay? Because... Jesus is the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. He says that the the heavens and the earth may disappear, but his words will never disappear, okay? Hold on to his word because it doesn't change. It doesn't return back to God void. You understand? Y'all hear my kids? Hold on, y'all. Hold on. I'm sorry, yo. They was out there. I don't know what they was doing. But I had to, I had to, you know, I had to put on my mom voice real quick. What you, what you doing? What you doing out there? You know? But <laughs> I don't keep going with this word. So, um, we was talking about how Jesus says that his words will never disappear. His word will never return back void. His voice, go, his word goes out. Not his voice. Right? His word goes out, and it produces lasting fruit. Do you know that? Do you know that? Well, now you know. Psalms ninety, verse two. Let's go to Psalm ninety, verse two. Okay, wait, I'm going to start at verse 1. Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. But see, I need to I need, I need, need to give you the KJV. I got to give you the KJV. Because that KJV hit different. It says, at verse 2 at the end, it says, Before the mountains were brought forth or Ever though had hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. He is God from everlasting to everlasting. Jesus did not stop doing miracles. One day he didn't just say, all right, I'm done doing miracles. The fact that me, I'm sitting here and you are on the other end receiving this word is a miracle. The fact that we have breath in our lungs 
It's a miracle. The fact that our bodies are functioning is a miracle. The fact that we are alive for another day is a miracle. Do you understand? Do you understand the fact that when you die and you go be with him for eternity is a miracle? Let me tell you something. He is the same. The same way he healed the blind. The same way he healed the lame. The same way he healed the crippled. The same way that he forgave the adult, the woman caught in the act of adultery sins. The same blood that was shed on the cross for your sins is still the same. He's still the same. His compassion is still the same. His love is still the same. Don't read this Bible, right? Like you read any other book. But you have to know when you open up these pages, these pages are alive. These pages are living. These pages are giving you a testimony of Jesus Christ. He is the same. We change. People change. But Jesus doesn't change. One day, he don't just wake up and just say, well, I'm going to stop doing my signs and miracles. He don't do that. Every day is another day to rejoice in what he has created. Mm, My God is so good. The same God that laid the foundations of the earth is still God on the throne today. Do you hear me? The same God that called the sun and the moon and the stars out is the same God as today. Okay? The same God that mo that 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 met, I said that mo <laughs> that, that met Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that fire is the same God today. He's not, he hasn't changed. He's not like us. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't just switch up on us. He doesn't just say, okay, well, I'm going to take my word back. No, his word is bond. You understand that? His word is bond. He means what he says. And he doesn't change his mind about it. Didn't he say to his um, disciples, when they were asking him, like, why does he speak in parables? Didn't he say, so the prophecies may be fulfilled? He is all about fulfilling his word. You just have to store that in your heart that he is the same God that parted the red sea. That's still him. <laughs> that's the still that's still the same God that drowned up the Egyptians. That is the same God as today. You understand? That's the same God who took down the Goliath when he saw David's faith. That's still him. It's still him. And sometimes you got to just take a moment and sit back and realize. Be still, matter of fact, and know that he is God. Sometimes you got to just get into his word to remind you who he is. You know, when I praise God, I don't praise God because I feel like 
he's just um, like this conceited cocky guy that just wants the praise. No, I praise him because it reminds me of who he is. He already know who he is. But he says for you to praise him because it will remind you who he is. You will remember that he is a way maker. You will remember that he is a miracle worker. You will remember those things about him. You'll remember he's a chain breaker. You will remember those things as you begin to profess it out your mouth. The devil don't know what to do in the middle of a situation when you begin to praise God. It's many of times I had to humble myself. With tears coming down my face, y'all. But I would say, nevertheless, God, I trust you, Jesus. I know I was confused as hell when I did it. But I just, I know that he got a ram in the thicket somewhere. And I'm here to tell you, he got a ram in the thicket somewhere. You think that you are about to sacrifice your son, whether it's in the, whatever it is, whatever you laying down for the Lord. But you're going to look over and you're going to see that ram caught by his horns in the thicket. You're going to see it in your life. And you are going to rejoice because God's word never returns back to him void. This is the same God that provided the bread and the quail in the wilderness. This is the same God when you read Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8 real quick. Because he is the same God. Um, it says, I'm sorry, verse one. Be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply and you will enter the land, enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you will obey his commands. First, I want to stop right there. We be walking through the wilderness. And we forget that God is in control of the wilderness. We'll be walking through the wilderness, getting humble and getting tested. But it's only, listen, it's only to prove your character and find find out whether or not you will obey his commands. God will let you get your back up against the wall because he wants to know, will you still praise me? Even when your back is against the wall, even when you don't see that outcome, will you still praise me? Will you still believe in me? If I take everything away from you, will you still believe that I am God? That's what it's about. Because everybody can sing praises out of their mouth when your bank account looking fat and your refrigerator is full and your car got a full tank and is is running well. But will you still praise him when all you got left is baking soda in your refrigerator? Will you still praise him when your gas tank is on E and you don't have no funds in your bank account? Will you still praise him? Will you still speak of his righteousness? Will you do it? That's what it's for. Okay. Will you still praise him? And you can see your character when that happens. When you don't know where your next, your next is coming from. Your next period. You don't know where that's coming from. Will you still praise God in the process? Will you? Mm. 
Ask yourself that. Say, would I still praise God? Oh, it's a song. Mm, I forgot what the person's name is. I'm going to put it at the bottom. But he says, I ain't going to sing it, Joy. I ain't going to sing because I just woke up. And, you know, these vocals might not be hitting the way they need to hit. But he says, I vow to praise you through the good and the bad. I'll praise you whether I'm happy or sad. I'll praise you in all that I go through because praise is what I do. And I was born to worship you. That Oh, that song is hitting. I'm going to have to play that when I get off of here because that is my song. Hold on. <laughs> That's a song. Because many a days I had to sing that and I didn't know where my next was coming from. But I said, I vowed to praise you. You feel me? I, I gotta testify my God's goodness real quick. There was a time that I didn't even know how I was gonna pay my rent. Do you understand me? We talking about we at the the final days before them papers is on your door, and I didn't know how I was gonna pay my rent. But you know what? I said, God, I trust you. Listen, it was scary. My heart was pounding. I was a little anxious, <laughs> but I said, God, I'll trust you. And I remember that day going to sleep. Right. Remember taking a nap that day because I was up toiling. I was up toiling about what I could do. And I finally had came to the conclusion that morning that it's nothing I can do. It's nothing that I can do. And I woke up to a a voicemail of somebody saying that they were going to pay my rent child. Oh, Jesus. And oh, Jesus. You know, it's just it's just. Oh, why is my God so good? Wait, I'm going to go a little deeper into this testimony. I know I told it before, but I'm going to give you a little bit more. I remember praying to God and asking him, how was I going to get my my kids clothes for the next season, right? I didn't know how I was going to do it because I, I, I was looking at my bank account and my bank account was looking back at me and we just both trying to figure out what's going on, right? I'm like, God, you know my kids need clothes, Lord. And it wasn't that I didn't have the money for my rent. It's just that the card that it came on, I didn't have it. And the bank isn't close enough to me where I could just go and get it. Like, I would have to, like, book a flight to go and get it, right? So, I was, like, stuck, you know? I was just stuck on, like, what to do. But the bank account, the bank card ended up coming in the mail after my rent was paid. But the Lord told me, he said, now use that to go and get your kids some clothes. Who, my God is good. I will boast in his goodness all the days of my life. Because even though in that moment and my toiling, I couldn't see what God was doing. But he was preparing a way for me. You understand? Because he is a way maker. He was preparing a way for me. It didn't look like what I prayed for, but I got what I asked for. He provided. You understand? He provided. And sometimes you got to sit back and you got to remember how God has provided for you. That's why I boast about him. Because as I'm boasting and I have other things that I'm waiting on the Lord to do, it reminds me that you are the same God. Yesterday, today, and forever. What is your character like? Ask yourself, really sit and meditate on that today. What is my character like? Do I praise God no matter the circumstance? Or do I get angry with God? 
do I curse God? Do I turn my back on God? Do I blame God? Ask yourself, but I'm going to keep reading. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry, then feeding you. Oh, this is the truth. God's word is alive and is a living. Okay. He let, he'll let your stomach get a little rumbly, but then he'll feed you. Oh, let me tell you something. I just remember not having no money. <laughs> I remember not having no money. And I do not understand he, how he did two fish and five loaves in my life. But he did it, okay? Never did I have to go to bed hungry. Never did my kids have to go to bed hungry. Shoot, never even had my dog had to go to bed hungry. <laughs> he, he always made a way. He always made a way, okay? He fed you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. That manna that I'm talking to you about is how did he, how did he feed you when you was hungry? What was the two fish and five loaves? Did somebody hand you some money in a grocery store to pay for your groceries? How did he do it? Did somebody say, oh, I'm about to order you something to eat? Did somebody just cash out you a couple dollars? What was the manna that the Lord provided for you? He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Who this scripture is alive today, y'all. It is alive today. The way he is making these words pop out to me is just, he, it's alive. It's alive. He has been showing you that man doesn't live by bread. It's not about what's in your bank account. It's not about that. It's about the word of God. It's about his word when I return back to him void. It's about getting into the scriptures to realize that God's word will not return back to him void. Okay? It won't. For all these 40 years, you clothed, your clothes didn't wear out. And your feet didn't blister or swell. When you didn't have enough money to pay for your clothes. The clothes you didn't have didn't wear on you. You were still able to go out in public and look decent, even though on the inside you knew. You knew what was going on. Listen, am I talking to somebody today? I know I got to be talking to somebody today because this word is alive. When did that happen for you? Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you with for your own good. For your own good. We just, oh my goodness, y'all. Because I, I can say I've been at a point before like, God, why is all of these things happening to me and you're a good God? I said, yes, I was going to give my life to you. And since I've given my life to you, I've been going through hell. <laughs> Cause I know somebody can say amen. I know somebody can say amen. But it's all for your good. It's all for your good. All things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. All things work for your good. All of it. All of it works for your good. Oh, I could just boast in his goodness. I'm telling you, because he's just so good. And you do, you in that moment, you just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, why is it battle after battle after battle after battle? But it's for your own good. As you start to realize that God can never lose. 
Oh, it's the song by um Ty Tribbett is Victory. And he says, um, what he said, he said, the devil is defeated and God get the praise. I got the victory. Cause my uh, one part he said, my God and my God can never lose. And now this power, it now belongs to you. All right, Joel, because you know I had to re, I had to got to go back into my mind. That's another good song that I used to bump all the time. I don't really be bumping it like that no more, but I be, like sometimes I'll bump it. But I used to bump that song all the time because I got the victory, and the devil is defeated, and God gets the praise. Okay, <sighs> he said every situation. I face, I win, because I got the victory. It doesn't matter. It might not look like what you thought the victory is going to look like, but you got the victory, okay? It says, so obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and springs that gush out in the valley and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grapevines, fig trees and pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where an iron is as common as a stone and copper is abundant in the hills. Mm, let me tell you something. He said he everything is in this land popping. This land is flowing with milk and honey. This land ain't nothing lacking in this land that I am bringing you to, okay? And his word is his word because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he said this yesterday, he's not going to change his mind tomorrow or forever. Or today, he's not going to change his mind. He's bringing you into this land. I don't care if you're going up against the 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 the, the darkest demons in hell. I don't care what them 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 devils been speaking to you. God says he's bringing you through, so he's bringing you through. Okay. I don't care what it looks like. You can't care what it looks like because God's word is so. And you need to store that up in your heart that all he is doing is testing you to see, will you still obey me even when it doesn't look like what I said? Will you still listen to my voice even when you don't get the answer that you want? Will you do it? Because I'm bringing you into this land and it's not by your might and it's not by your strength, but it's by the power. It's by the power that lives in you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. You better praise him. You better praise him because he is bringing you into this land, okay? When you get into this land, you ain't going to know what to eat first, okay? You're going to be like, where do I go first? What should I get my fill of first? Because it's all coming at you at once. Do you hear what I'm saying? Everything that you have been toiling about is coming at you at once. Remember like a word or two ago, the the Lord told me to tell you that your head is going to spin. Your head is going to begin to spin because everything that you have toiled about, every vision that you have seen of yourself is all going to come at you at once. Okay. But. 
that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built the fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Be careful. Okay? Don't forget him. Bring him into this land with you. Don't forget about all of the battles he has fought for you. All the battles he has won. Don't forget him. Don't get into this land and then you act like you did it all. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Okay? Do not become proud at the time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness and his poisonous snakes and scorpions where it, had so, where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. Ooh, don't forget about them times you had your back up against the wall. Don't forget about those times that you didn't know where your next meal was coming from. Don't forget about them times where you didn't know when was the next time you were going to put gas in your tank. Don't forget about those times when you're prosperous. Don't forget about those times that you will wake up and you just had that fear all over you because you didn't know. You didn't know what the next day was going to bring. Don't forget about God. Don't forget about how he provided for you. Even when that circumstance seemed like it was not movable. You, that rock looked like it couldn't move. You couldn't see how your faith could uproot a mountain. Don't forget that God still provided water. Don't forget that God still made a way. Don't you forget it. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Who he did it, y'all. He, he said, this is, I had to do it that way because I needed you to understand it wasn't in your own strength. And can I tell you something? If you forget him in this land that he is giving to you, this is a, he's giving it to you. If you forget about him, you will lose your strength because it was never in your strength that you got to where you're going. It never was in your strength that you were able to keep walking the wilderness. It was never in your strength, but you were led by the spirit. Hallelujah. And what I'm telling you is the truth because how did Jesus get led into the wilderness? By the Spirit of God. (laughs) By the Spirit of God. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. In order to fulfill the covenant, he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. God has, has given you the power for you to become successful. Will you forget him when the success starts to happen? Let me tell you something. 
I'm bringing Jesus wherever I go because I know I need him. My soul needs him. I already went through this world, child, without the Lord, okay? I already experienced what it was like to be in the darkness. And I ain't going back. I know my soul needs him. I know that the only thing that could fulfill this hunger in my soul is a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I don't know about you, but I know about me. I'm not forgetting the Lord. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you don't forget about him either. But I assure you of this. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Just as the Lord has destroyed other nations in your path, you will also be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. Family, we're going to pray. We're going to let the Holy Spirit move as more than the Holy Spirit wants to say. And then, you know, we're going to end this, end this uh, episode. Let's just bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm coming to you today, Father, thanking you for your word, Lord. Thanking you that you never change, Father. Thanking you that you just love us so much, Lord. You are so patient to us. You are so kind to us, Lord. And I just thank you, Father. I thank you for it all, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I'm praying for this child, receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that you just have them keep going, Father. Have your spirit just keep pushing them to the expected end that you have created for them, Father. Whisper in their ears, Father. Remind them of your promises that you swore to give to them, Lord. That you swore to do for them, Father. And I pray, Father, for myself and for your child, Lord. That when we get into this land that you have already created for us, Father. That we don't forget you, Lord. That we lift your name up. That in this land, you you will be a banner, Lord. That you are the banner that we will hold up, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And we will lift your name up in this land, Father. We are going into this land, Lord. And we are going to enter it. And we are going to occupy it. And we are going to just... Scream your name from one end of the earth to the other, Father. We are going to tell everybody that Jesus Christ is Lord. Do you hear me, Lord? And that is in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that I will decree and declare that your name will be lifted to the heavens, Father. In the name of Jesus. And that's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. (laughs) I listen. And the Lord, he be getting me hyped. He be getting me hyped when I be praying. Because, like... I know he hear me. I know he hear me. I just be at the door knocking. I be like, Lord, I know you hear me. <laughs> Let me in because I know you hear me. Listen, I'm going to take you to Amos. What is it? Amos chapter 8. And I'm going to read it to you out the message. I read this a while ago. And the Lord, he always brings this back to me. Um. Uh, let's go to verse, I think it starts at verse 13, the part I'm talking about. Let's, I'm sorry, verse 11. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to start at verse 8, 9, and 10. This is the message version. On judgment day, watch out. 
These are the words of God, my master. I'll turn off the sun at noon. In the middle of the day, the earth will go black. I'll turn your parties into funerals and make every song you sing a, a dirge. Everyone will walk around in rags with sunken eyes and bald heads. Think of the worst that could happen. Your only son say murdered. That's a hint of judgment day. That and much more. Oh yes, judgment day is coming. These are the words of my master God. I'll send a famine through the whole country. It won't be food or water that's lacking, but my word. People will drift from one end of the country to the other, roam to the north, wander to the east. They'll go anywhere, listen to anyone, hoping to hear God's word, but they won't hear it. On Judgment Day, lovely young girls will faint of word thirst. Robust young men will faint of God thirst, along with those who take oaths at Samaria Sin Sex Center, saying, As the Lord God of Dan is my witness, and the Lady Goddess Bersheba bless you. Their their lives will fall to pieces. They'll never put it together again. Mm, that's how like Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king horsemen and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. And that's what's about to happen. For the ones that don't, that haven't taken hold to God's word. When they go to look for it, it's not going to be there. It's not going to be there. Hold up. It's another one I wanted to read you out of Amos. And this isn't like Loki, that's not the one that I wanted. <laughs> but I don't think it's strange that the Lord told me to go there. But you know, I think it's not shame strange though. So let's just hold on to God's word because it's it's going it's coming a day where his word is not going to be there. It's just not going to be there. So, family, hold on. I'm sorry, fam. I had to. I had to. Um. I had. I had to blow my nose. Let's put it that way. I had to blow my nose. So we're gonna just. We're gonna just leave it there. Um. Let's go to Amos chapter nine, because it's. It's just a double, it's a double edge. You know, the word is alive and living. It's a double edge. And where you're going to see on judgment day, you're going to see the judgment of the wicked and you're going to see the judgment of the righteous. And there's going to be a line of demarcation and you're going to, you're no longer going to be like, mm, is that person for God? Is that person against God? No, you're going to see who's the ones that's for him and who's the ones that's against him. It's going to be clear. Um, I'm still reading you out of the message. But it's eleven to is Amos nine verse eleven. You will start verse eleven. But also on that judgment day, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it up like new. David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of the enemy Edom. Plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment, God's decree. He will do this. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. Mm. One thing fast on the hills of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. 
blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people, Israel. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. First of all, he is giving you a decree. God is decreeing and declaring things over your life. He said one thing is going to come on the foot of the other. When you walk, look how close your feet is. Your feet don't be all spaced out. It'd be right there. One step, next step. One step, next step. And that's how your blessings is coming. One blessing, another blessing, one blessing, another blessing. Because the Lord, he said he's doing it. So he's going to do it. It's his word. It's his decree. And we know from the book of Esther that the king can't just take away one of his decrees. He can't do that. (laughs) But if you don't do your part, it's consequences. Okay? So, family, I'm going to let y'all go. I pray this word has blessed you. I pray just supernatural strength over your life in the name of Jesus. And just go back to these, these verses and allow the Lord to speak to you individually. Okay? I love y'all so, so, so much. And let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.